and welcome to Shop Talk, the real estate show. I'm John Forche, and today my guest is Linda Nystrom, managing broker at Envision Realty in Colorado. Thanks for joining me, Linda. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so let's start with your background. How did you get into the world of real estate? Oh, good question. Background, um, I've always had an interest in houses, buildings, architecture, and that's what got me started and got me thinking that maybe something like that would be what I would like to work with. And then I was a stay-at-home mom and decided something has to happen. And I started <laughs> studying for uh, the test, which wasn't too bad, and uh, got my real estate license and took off from there and have been doing it ever since. Nice. And how long have you been licensed? So it's since 2010. Okay. Yeah. Great. And what is it about the industry that gets you excited? Well, everything. Uh, everything from the clients are probably the most exciting thing. Um, I work on referrals, and uh, my clients are wonderful people, and they also refer wonderful people. So that's probably the best thing, that you get to work with great people all the time. And then you get to find their house of their dreams or sell their house to find another house of their dreams. And you get to see a lot. You get to experience a lot on the way, being everything from their salesperson, negotiator, psychologist, and <laughs> um, every aspect of that, which is a lot of fun. And just seeing the end result that they have a smile on their face and they got what they wanted is wonderful. Love it. Yeah, so real estate agents wear a lot of hats. Lots uh, of hats. Did you? Did that take an adjustment? I mean, how, how was that when you were first starting out? Well, you got used to it pretty fast. It, mm -hmm. uh, But yeah, it, every once in a while it takes you by surprise what happens. And it's like, okay, let's go over this. And But it's always a lot of fun. And you learn so much more than every transaction is different. Every people that you work with, they're different. And it's a wonderful experience all the time. <laughs> And you mentioned you were a stay-at-home mom. You have two boys. Uh, would you say real estate is a good career for a working mom? It can be. It okay. depends. Um, real estate is a very demanding job, unlike a lot of people think that you go out, you do some paperwork, you show some houses, or you list a house. It's a very demanding. It's uh, You're on the clock the whole time. Um, so it can be a very difficult task to take care of the family and make sure that the boys have what they need all the time as well as making sure that your clients and your business is running smooth um, sometimes it's good to have some extra assistance on hand or a very supportive and loving husband and if you have that then usually that works out pretty good yeah sounds like it does <laughs> uh, so in your time as a licensed agent how have you seen real estate change uh, specifically Colorado real estate Oh, a lot. So when I first started, which was great, we could go look at a house, we could think about the house for a few days and, oh, well, maybe we'll go back and take another look and fill it out. Was it right? Was it not? And then possibly put in an offer and how we wanted to consider that offer. And um, lately, obviously, the homes do not stay on the market very long. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes then you have to be there the first thing in the morning to put the offer in before noon in order to get a, re a response later that afternoon. So it's a very, very quick market, uh, not in all areas, obviously, of Colorado, but in most of them, yeah. and uh, depending on the time of the season as well. But um, it's definitely changed a lot. We went from foreclosures to short sales in the beginning to hardly ever seeing them anymore on the market. Hmm. So it's very hard to come by those ones. Now you're more in bidding wars and 
We're trying to present your offers in the best possible light to win the bet. Uh, do you have a particular focus you like to work in? You know, referral is probably my main focus. Yeah. I love to work with people that I know, people that have worked with me before and refer people back to me because uh, then I, I feel very comfortable that I can help them achieve what they want in the best possible way. And I know that I'm going to have great clients to work with. And starting out, I imagine you weren't able to do referrals as soon as you were licensed. So how did you work up into that business model? Well, I, this is very true. I mean, you know friends and family and everybody gets to know what you're doing and you yeah. make sure that, hey, if you want to sell your house or if you want to buy a house, let me know and I'll help you out. But it's a small, small um group of people to begin with. So I started exploring different uh, ways to promoting my business. And I went with Zillow for a while mm. and uh, bought some zip codes and I got a lot of clients from that. But I didn't particularly like that because I was in some areas that I do not want to be in mm -hmm. <laughs> anymore. Met some sketchy people that yeah. I don't want to be with. So, um, but that's how I got started, and it was a good way in in some parts to get going with the business. But uh, I definitely prefer the referral uh, instead because then you know, you know your people. Yeah. Yeah. You have some kind of background check, right? Right. It's it's more of a safety thing. Like yep. you, you put yourself out there so much as it is when you go into houses and you never know who's going to be in the house or if there's going to be animals in the houses or anything like that, that having people that you know, um, at least you have that comfort of knowing that nothing's going to be going wrong with them. Sure. So it's just definitely a safety issue. Yeah. So what prompted you to start your own business? I'm... Uh, <laughs> um, I didn't get that much done when I was in an office <laughs> with too many people. I talked too much, so I figured uh, if I sit at home in front of my computer and get my work done, then I'm more likely to get more done. Yeah. Um, I That was probably the main thing, really, that drove me to go and do my own thing. And I like to be responsible for myself. I like to be able to put pressure on myself and mm -hmm. dictate this is what you need to do and this is how you're going to run it. And um it's so far so good. No complaints, no regrets whatsoever. It's been very wonderful to do what I'm doing, and I can only hold myself accountable. Yeah, that sounds uh, scary and rewarding, possibly. It, it is. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you could have a wonderful day that you want to go for a long hike instead of doing what you should be doing yeah. when it comes to the business. But as long as you can make sure that you wheel yourself back in and get it done, then it's it's a good flexibility to have. So you just mm -hmm. have to be disciplined enough that you make sure you get your test done and organized enough that you have some type of a schedule to follow so that you're not just, you know, whatever happens today happens. Like yeah. you kind of have to plan out your day, your week and your month and set goals and try to achieve those goals and kind of work towards them. So most real estate agents have a farm area, you know, a, a neighborhood or a section of town that they're really, that they know everything about. I imagine working on referral, you're not always in the same area or even the same city, really. Correct. Yeah. How do you how do you overcome that challenge? Well, so um, whenever it comes to referral, my clients obviously I go wherever they want to go, mm -hmm. and so I go to as far as like the Boulder area, Longmont, and we have Denver surrounding areas, and even been doing some business up in the mountains and 
Grand County and we have Colorado Springs. So it's lots of various yeah, areas area. and they all have different challenges and any type of area that you're going into, you just have to do a lot of research and study up and use your other realtor friends and call them if they farm one of those areas or work specifically in that area and kind of pick their brain and ask as many questions as you can so you know exactly what it is you're getting yourself into every single time you have a new client with that particular area. After the break, we talk about Swedish real estate and why everyone should travel. The CE Shop is the industry-leading provider of online real estate education with courses in all 50 states and D.C. Christine from New York said, I took a similar course in Maryland and I learned 100 times more in my The CE Shop course than in the course in Maryland. I feel so much more prepared to be a real estate agent. Join Christine and thousands of other students in feeling 100 times better prepared for your job as a real estate agent. Save 25% on your order by using promo code SHOPTALK. So you are originally from Sweden and you've lived abroad for a time. Um, do you think it's important for real estate agents to travel outside of you know wherever they live? I think it's important for everybody to travel. Um, you get different views, different uh, opinions, different um, ideas of how people live and how they live life. And you have your life that you think is, this is how it should be. But uh, there are so many other ways of living life that could be just as appealing. And you won't understand that as well if you don't travel and recognize it. Different countries have different foods, cultures, uh, religions, and all of it. I think the more you know, the more you understand, the better person you are. And I think as a real estate agent, it probably helped me in dealing with some of my clients with their situations. And some of them are moving from other states to here. Some of them have been moving from Sweden to here. So I think that that also has played a big role in how I've been able to help them in a better way. Yeah. Uh, how, how does real estate differ from Sweden to here? Um, real so here you have two realtors and you negotiate and the realtors really take a big part of the, uh, the uh, purchase or selling of the property and uh, with the clients. Whereas in Sweden you have in general just one real estate agent and that real estate agent is the one that is selling the home and the, uh, the people or the client that is purchasing they're working with that real estate in buying the place, but they're working with their own bank in getting the loan and they're doing their own inspections. So it's a lot more on the individual than the uh, real estate agent themselves. Um, here we can protect our clients a lot more being that we know the business as real estate agents on both sides and we can make sure that we give them the best of what they need to have or can get and try to make the transaction as smooth as possible and not as big of a headache. And do you think that international experience has given you any kind of edge in the industry? Well, I get a lot of my clients from Sweden and Germany because I speak both Swedish and German, so that helps a lot. Yeah. Um, so it, the language part has definitely helped, and obviously knowing and understanding their culture makes it easier to deal with them um, on a different level. So I think that that's helped a lot. And when you when you close a transaction, how do you make sure to keep the referral process going. I mean, you just oh, you stay, stay in, a lot. You stay in touch. You <laughs> How do stay you do in that? touch. Oh, you have to be personal. Um, I send cards every uh, anniversary. I uh, talk to the, my clients on the phone, text message here and there. So I do a lot of different 
personal connections with them. Um, I still don't do any mar marketing at all. I don't send out flyers or calendars or anything like that. Mm. It's more just on a personal level, checking in, how's the family doing, making sure that I know every single person in the family and what they're up to and so that they don't ever forget who I am. And most or a lot of your referrals turn into good friends, so it's very easy to stay in contact yeah. with them as well and do fun stuff with them. How do you keep track of all that information? Oh, you log it. You have to have a log and keep track of it. Your phone is your best friend in mm. some of those things, and you just put all the details in there to make sure that you're not missing out on anything and reminders and things on your phone that helps you when it's an anniversary, a birthday, or something like that, that you can connect with them. And, of course, sometimes social media with Facebook or LinkedIn would be a good, helpful thing that I'm using. You're reminding me that my realtor has not reached out at all since, uh -oh. <laughs> uh, since we bought our house. So. How long has it been? year and a half. Ouch. <laughs> you should have heard at least. Well, I think that it's important. I try to always be the first one that sends a letter in the mail yeah. before the junk mail gets to the exciting. house. Because that's exciting. It's exciting, exactly. <laughs> so I try to do that, but there's more that goes into it than that. I always want to present my clients with, you bought your house one year today mm -hmm. and you bought it for this per, uh, for this price and this is the value currently and right. that's a fun thing too sometimes it's not always up but late years you know it's yeah. been going up 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 the whole time Colorado's so it's been good exactly yeah. um so do that but it's uh just every once in a while just a little note just yeah. to check in or um it doesn't like take that. much no and i think that the handwritten letters and notes and personal phone calls and text messages is definitely the way to to talk to your friends, your referrals, yeah. family. So you mentioned you don't really use any kind of marketing. Um, what about technology? Do you use any social media? Well, social media, so I have Facebook. I have my personal account on Facebook and I have my business account on Facebook. Okay. Um, and then I have LinkedIn uh, that I'm using. That's probably the main um, social media that I'm using. And then I have my website. It's a very, very basic website and I really don't, do any traffic really with the website it's there it's a, a business website but that's about it yeah um on the social media though um i could do a lot more than i'm doing i i'm kind of venturing into it a little bit more and it's a very slow <laughs> process to do um you want to put out good things and good content and uh, interesting items if you're going to put it out there um, so it doesn't happen quite as often as I really want to. Yeah. Um, I do, if I have listings or anything like that, of course, I market it on the social media. And I link it to my personal website as well as my business website and LinkedIn and stuff. Do you see any traction from that? I do. Absolutely. I have got a lot of clients from specifically LinkedIn. Oh, wow. Um, that I, I think it's more the business perception from LinkedIn that they check out what you're doing and mm -hmm. I've got a lot of business from LinkedIn. Hmm. So in an age where technology is replacing a lot of jobs, why do you think real estate agents won't be replaced? Well, the technology doesn't negotiate. Mm -hmm. The technology does not do feelings. <laughs> and uh, as we talked before, real estate agents has to wear a lot of hats. Oh, yeah. um, moving is probably one of the biggest things that you do in your life. It's the largest purchase you might do if you're 
buying a house, if you're selling it, knowing when to sell it, how to get it sold to get the best price. And the technology can help you in great ways along those ways, but it cannot take care of all those hats that you need to wear. So using technology is definitely a great thing, but it won't be able to take over all those other characteristics that you need. It's missing that human element, right? Yes. Yeah. That is essential. We will see if that comes later on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when it comes to referrals, you connect back with a lot of people that you may have known at one point or another in your life. Yeah. And um, from previous business that you've done or work. Um, I used to work for a different company back in the day. And so people that I had met through that company, you re- reach out to those ones and that builds your <laughs> your referral base. Yeah. Um, and uh obviously your sphere gets larger and larger and it's a lot of people say it's a people game when it comes to real estate and it is in some part but i'm very selective with my people Mm -hmm. and i think that being selective with people um it gives you good business and not just business yeah which i think is very important yeah absolutely so if you were going to say move your whole business to an entirely different state how would you start over in that new market? Well, if you move completely and you don't know anyone in the new state at all, say you have no friends, family, or anything that lives there, um, I would probably have to do some marketing and start um, putting myself out there. I mean, there are places you can go. There are clubs that you can you can join and organizations that you can be part of. and Just network, basically. Grow. Exactly. Lots of networking. Yeah. Um, networking takes a lot of time mm-hmm. and uh, that's why when you asked before about like if for a mom is this a good job well it's not always as easy to go networking right. when you have kids it's uh, you're limited to your freedom what you can do and yeah. sometimes you have to work instead of networking and things like that but to be able to get business if you don't have any business that is definitely one way to go about it have you seen the uh, the kids and their activities leading to any kind of networking I've done very limited networking with the kids' activities. Um, there has almost always been someone else that have been chatting it up. Mm-hmm. And um, as I said before, I'm very selective. So most of the time it's my family, friends, and neighbors, or people that I've met through school's friends, like kids' friends from school and things like that, that has led to businesses more so than at a specific uh, soccer game or skiing or anything like that. Yeah. So if you could go back to the beginning of your career, back in 2010 when you first decided to be a real estate agent, what is one thing you would have done differently? Wow, that's a good question. I probably would have started the technology piece a lot earlier and really honed in on how you can use social media and technology to advance your business. Instead, I think I worked a lot harder before and not using that and now I'm starting to use it still not as much as I probably should so if I had taken that on in the very beginning it probably would have made um, life a little bit easier now and probably even a larger business today yeah I would think yeah there's so many technology tools it's hard to know which ones are worth your time it is and then when you start with a company they have their tools that they want you to use And uh, since I was pretty early on uh, determined to go out on my own, I didn't necessarily want to be stuck with their tools. I wanted to have my own tools. Um, So I tried to take as much um, 
I, I tried to learn as much from what they were using and what they were doing. Um, it was a great company, and they did a lot of good things, and good things uh, leads to good business and things like that. But yeah. since I wasn't going to stay and I couldn't bring that type of tool with me, I had to kind of do my own thing. And um, I don't know. It's um, The technology, though, it's, the more you learn, the more you can be uh, – I don't know. The more you can have like one specific tool that is really, really good for you that you find and you can use that better off you are, I think. Mm -hmm. Those tools that that company used, were they just too expensive for you to use on your own? It was, they owned them. So, and you had to kind of buy into the system and you had to have their email address with their company Uh, logo and things like that, which a lot of real estate companies do that and that's also how they keep their agents because the agents get used to it and then they say, well, I can't do my business if I don't have this, so I need to keep going, so, yeah. You got out before you were dependent. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) As fast as I could. (laughs) So if someone wants to learn more about you, uh, where can they go? Well, so I have my Facebook page, um, which is the Envision Realty, and then obviously my personal Facebook page, which is Linda Nystrom. Then I have my LinkedIn account, um, and I have my website, and the website is the Envision Realty um, as well. So I have a lot of those places, or you can just pick up the phone and call me. My phone number is out there. Great. All right, well, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. That's it for this episode of Shop Talk. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to us on your podcast player of choice. And while you're there, consider leaving us a review. Join us next time as we plan for the new year, both professionally and personally. Shop Talk is a production of the CE Shop. Shop Talk.